0: This goes to all my hustlers, entertainers, uh-huh. and of course, yeah. athletes in the struggle. you to make a little. Y'all, y'all, y'all. Some get a little, some get none. Shit, Once I'm again, the, none. welcome back. It's been a while since I've recorded, and I kind of apologize. Um. It's been a Interesting couple weeks, or at least at least interesting what, 10 days since I, I, I last spoke to y'all. But anyways, uh, again, welcome to the podcast Sports Talk with the Spain, with yours truly. Um, for those of you who are new, for those of you who are been listening, do me a solid like, share, comment, play, whatever you got to do. Show some love um, if you are interested in more of this content do me a favor and, uh subscribe to the youtube uh i'm gonna do the best i can to be more involved in these visuals because this is a lot of work like, i don't know if a lot of y'all know this is a lot of fucking work and all i want to do is talk about things on the fly but you know when it comes to living uh living a life where you have to actually work you know what i'm saying uh be be attentive with work, but also attentive with your personal life it's a it's a lot but um but yeah, it's been a lot going on at the current moment. I'm watching the heat um the heat next game I have the neat i had the heat in six um the heat was losing by like fifteen points at one point of this game, and they cut it down to five. With uh three and a half to go. So I'll keep y'all updated what's going on and to whoever listens or watches this later on, this game will be concluded by then and I'll give you the results, but I'll give you my how I feel about it. But I'm gonna really go off the dome. I'm not gonna throw no stats on anything or anything in particular. I just wanna talk about um, you know, these few series that I have broken that have happened. And we're already in, like, game six for a couple of them. Game fives are going on tonight with the Lakers, Warriors, um, and obviously, like I said, the Heat-Knicks. The Heat-Knicks series, as it's going right now, like, I, I, I still see the Heat winning this six, in six at least. If they find a way to win it tonight, I would not be surprised. The team is just so well put together and resilient. They don't mess around, man. Like, this is not a team that... You just fuck around with, you know what I'm saying? You don't want to fuck around and find out what's 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 good with them, you know what I'm saying? Like they coach well, they got an all-star, all NBA player in Tim, Jimmy Butler, who's an all shit. If they had an all-playoff NBA player, he would be that guy. If they had a overall MVP for the playoffs, it would be him. Um, so in my personal opinion, I think this series is over they will be going to their third eastern conference finals in four seasons four of in those four seasons that's with Jimmy Butler on the roster um there's a countless amount of guys on that team that are undrafted free agents that came to that team and you know for them to be this this competitive without some pieces that they normally would have and Jimmy just scored a bucket right there um it's impressive man like it's it's just fun to watch a team like the the hope is when you have a favorite team in the NBA that's playing in the playoffs your hope is that they come up for games like this and they perform um at the highest level and you know it's easy for a fan or somebody like an analyst or anybody like that to just look at a game and make their hot takes have critical thoughts or you know um criticize on what's going on. Um, You know, it it sounds good when you think it's former players who could say whatever they want, even them, like they're no longer in the locker room. So they're not really all about what's going on. Um, People who have covered said teams or been involved with the NBA, they may have their own personal things they want to talk about. You know, it's all, it's all subjective. Like we, we don't really know. But at the end of the day, we have a point. We have a right to have opinions. We have a right to state anything that we feel feel about whatever we watch. So for me, watching these playoffs and especially watching the team like Miami, it's impressive. It's, it's, it's just impressive to watch. It's not to say the Knicks are just bad. The Knicks are just not a better team now. Regular season wise, they were. But we're talking about a whole series, like. You got to throw all you got to throw away all that regular season mumble jumble that we talk about. That don't mean shit. That don't mean shit. Like don't waste your time on that. Those numbers don't mean nada. What matters is the win-loss record of the series. That's it. We've seen it all before. We've seen great role players have duds all series, and then suddenly they have the greatest series of their of their career the following we've had star players have slow starts to a series and suddenly have a strong finish so it's like to think that you know one game or a couple games of a performance makes a difference it does, but it also does not translate to who that player is on the whole play- for the whole playoffs and also does and also what they did in the regular season it means nothing too Like. You know, until you prove it. But either way, going forward, like, you know, Miami, like I said, it's been impressive watching them play. Um, they just play so aggressive. They play very poised. They play like a team that's the number one seed. They're eighth seed that had to play, they f- play a, a second playing game to get in. And, you know. I made this analogy about Jimmy Butler. He, if anybody has ever watched uh, Thor Love and Thunder, he reminds me of Thor when he was going against uh, Gore the, the God Butcher, and he gave all those little kids from Asgard the power of Thor. And I feel like Jimmy, or as I as we would call him, himmy Butler, um, he gave power to his teammates, like, he leads by example. He speaks by example, and he plays like he plays his ass off. So when you see a guy like that do what he does, you are you you have to follow suit. He has that same effect as LeBron James, which is the next series that's coming up. I had I had the Warriors in six, and clearly I'm completely wrong. It's going into five, the fifth game back to Golden State. They're down three one once again. Um, can they can they sustain this like? coming back from behind thing in every series it's it looks like that's what the type of team they are um based on what I've watched so far like last game I'm sorry the Lakers were just really that damn good that was their night that was their night to show the whole entire league and put them at put them in notice put them at notice and like show them like like, they're there you know Anthony Davis when he when he's on it's really hard to beat that team like he's probably one of the best defensive players in the league that gets no accolades because of his, his health issues on the court. Um, LeBron obviously is playing a much different role now playing off the ball more often and just not demanding the rock all the time. And he's still just as effective as he is, as he has been in like from 10 years ago. So it's like, and then it's it's crazy. Like game game four came down to Mister Looney Walker the fourth. Like how does that happen? And then like it's always like great teams are led by great players that have great or responding role players. We've seen it all. We've seen the Robert Orys. uh, We've seen the Ray Allen on the Heat. We've seen the Shane Battier's on the Heat. We've seen. Um, Andre Ngudala. we've seen the Sean Livingston's, uh, you name it, we've seen it, we've seen it, we've seen, you know, Bobby Portis's. I'm talking about recent years. Kawhi Leonard, when he won Finals MVP, he was the he was technically a role player, he just became a star. You know what I'm saying? Um, there's just been so many different type of role players have come through the doors that, like, you know, Jordan doesn't win those championships without John Paxton. Or James Faxon, excuse me, or without Steve Steve Kerr, you know, he ended series were ended with them was kind of guys making the clutch shot because teams would blitz or double Jordan. Um, it's 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 impressive. It's it's impressive to see how one player could change the whole aspect of a game in in fifteen minutes with fifteen points. <laughs> in the only 15 points he had. So that was an impressive win. The Lakers are currently up 3-1 in the series. Uh, I am interested to see how this goes. Tonight's game is going to be fun to watch for the most part. I still got the Warriors winning this series. I could see it going 7. The pressure's on the Lakers. This is not the pressure's not the, on the on the Warriors. The Warriors are going to have going to be playing loose. They come they woke up in their beds this morning. They're going to be playing loose. They have nothing to lose. Worst case scenario, they lose, they stay home. Best case scenario, pack your bags for LA and 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 remind just remind themselves we're coming back home that's it the lakers the pressure's on them they have to knock out the champs that's it at the end of the day that's all that's the job that's their job they got to knock out the champs they have no choice or else it's a wrap you feel me um but I I I think it's going to be a competitive game tonight. I would not be surprised if the if the Golden State Warriors come out fast. Um they've been working. they've been working with a small lineup to start off the games with this past game it was Gary Payton II and um previous games with Jermichael uh Green. Um but you know Kerr has the right strategy, but it's just Anthony Davis has just been such a huge difference defensively and like they haven't been able to adjust to expose or neutralize him on that end. Um and kind of, you know, they're not a team that initiates a lot of fouls and they've been complaining about not getting their calls. And they're not a team that does get a lot of calls because you don't go to the paint a lot. But if they want those calls, they gotta force the situation. And I'm sure um Steve Kerr and the boys are gonna be looking into that. Um looking they probably looking into the film, they probably you know, seeing what they can do to get their opportunities. And hopefully they can figure that out this evening, but I'll keep y'all updated uh, on that eventually. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I've said this before. I, I Aristotle fam. Like I can't tell you, I can't predict the future. I could just tell you based on my heart, my pure knowledge of what I've known of seeing what I've watched of what I believe may have may happen, but it's not, you know, I couldn't tell you I'm not an AI, bro. I'm just giving y'all the, you know, giving y'all the real as best as I can. But um, those are the games that's going on tonight. As far as like last night's games, we had Denver Nuggets taking the lead in the series against the Suns. They brought it back home. I feel like this team has probably the best home court advantage outside of golden state of you know being the mile high and the, the that place sounds electric man like I feel like that team really does feed off of their crowd they really feed off of Joker and how he plays and it's just you know the one thing I've been saying this whole series is like there's no way the Phoenix Suns can sustain this level of volume from their two superstars to continue to drop thirty to forty points, thirty-five plus points an evening to keep them afloat. Now they've proven us all wrong that they can, but it hasn't really worked in their favor because they're not winning. Um I mean, excuse me, they have one. They got two wins, but it doesn't it's it, it comes it's something that will um it's something that could affect them. In the long run, if they could advance in this series, but right now, as it seems like, if they, even if they make it to seven, it's going to be really tough for them to make it through. Um, so that series is going to the uh, game six. Uh, that game six is tomorrow night. Um, but all I can tell you right now, from what I saw last night. The two MVPs of this league have been playing like MVPs, and especially last night, um, Joker did his thing. Uh, he's been doing his thing this whole series, and, and uh, I I feel like it's a good thing that we're able to all collectively, unfortunately, because uh, let's let me, let me let me let me scrub this up a bit. Some of us are capable are able to watch these games because man, these games are late. Uh, some of us got work in the morning, East Coast, and it's not fair um but for those for those who have not at all watched one Denver Nugget game and they have no idea why people are always talking about Joker here you are he, if you've been watching the guy is talented he's impressive um him he, he Jamal Murray and he, him look like you know Stockton Malone you know what i'm saying like it, it it looks like it that pick and roll is insane like it looks like Darren Williams um uh, who I forget? Darren Williams when he was playing with uh, Carlos Boozer with the Utah Jazz. For those of you who don't who don't remember or know that, like it it gave me similar vibes to those fellas when they were playing together. Like those guys are very in sync with one another. And the thing is, one can like the difference is Joker could handle the ball as well as Jamal can, so it's it works in their favor. And the guys the guys around them has been so good, like. Uh, Bruce Brown, you know Uncle Jeff, you know Caldwell Pope, like them dudes. They come up to play, man. They don't mess around. They're just trying to, they're just trying to win, man. Like they have the mentality they want to win. So that's all that matters for that team. Um, but to move, keep it moving. I do want to talk about our beloved Boston Celtics, and I say our. Because I'm speaking to the Celtics nation. Because I'm, I live out here in the Massachusetts area. Um, I, I am a, I am a fan of the Boston Celtics. I've, I've reiterated that before. I'm just not one of those like super like I'm gonna lose my brain in my mind if they lose type person, or lose my mind if they win. I'm gonna be excited if they win a championship because uh, you know I've a rooted interest in them. I, uh, you know, I have an emotional connection to a certain extent. But I'm not a type of dude to like, you know, hold my head down the whole day because they lost the game. Like, it sucks. It sucks when they lose. Yes. Cause you have to hear all the BS. And luckily we I live in a in a s in a state where the sports radio is kind of critical as it is anyways. It didn't matter, it doesn't matter win or lose. They're they're very skeptical. Um, but outside of the uh New England, it's a little bit more noisier. Of course, and of course, on social media, people just have their own personal opinions, whether they're very uh, optimistic of how their team is, should be playing or how op- very optimistic of what they expect from their team or whether they're um, very critical um, because they've seen the BS and they, they don't take it, you know, they're not going to get, you know, you don't want to get fooled. You know what I'm saying? So you already know what's coming. Um Just a quick update, the New York Knicks did win tonight. I believe they won by nine tonight. We're moving on to game six, going back to Miami. Um, Big win for the Knicks, big win for the New York um, Knicks fans, because I'm sure they would have been raising hell (laughs) if they lost tonight. But I'm sure they're going to be... getting sturdy out there, out there in the streets tonight, uh, celebrating that win. But anyways, a um, couple things about the Celtics, and they're down 3-2 in the series. Um, I picked them to win in six. It looks like it's going to be, now nah, I'm going to have to switch my pick to them winning in seven. That's what I'm going to anticipate and expect. They've been here before against Milwaukee last year. They've been here before in other series with these young cats, and obviously Jalen and, and Tatum are no longer young men anymore like they're I mean they're young men but they're not young men in 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 foot in basketball years they're 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 veterans they're these guys are you know they are the leaders and what's disturbing at times is that they don't carry themselves as such sometimes like you watch other teams like Miami with Jimmy and you know Lakers with LeBron and even Golden State with They're big three. Those three guys have their own personalities, but their freaking, their intensity is the same. Like collectively, they just, you know, like all we we've all we all know what Steph Curry did game seven against Sacramento, man. Like he had to tell dudes, hey man, if you ain't if you ain't with this, if you ain't with it to win this game seven, you might as well stay home. For him to say that, and it's not Draymond, and Draymond's been the voice of the team. And and I know a lot of people have their own personal. Things about Draymond, and they're like, we, you know, he averages a single, a, a triple single, or whatever. What you bring to the table doesn't always have to be on the box score, and some people, like, and that's why you know, so it's you know, it sucks like for somebody like Dylan Brooks. A lot of people you know, call him trash and this and that. Yeah. He put his foot in his mouth. He said some crazy shit. He said some stupid shit. He, he poked the bear, he poked the wrong bear. And, you know, I'm, I'm not going to be here to defend him creating his own character, but in, in the fact that he tries to say that the media has been creating this character of him, but no, he's, you know, you, you, you made your bed, not laying it, but reality is, he ain't going to no damn China. He's going to an NBA team, and he probably end up in a, on a competitor, a, a, a competing team. He might be in on our on the Celtics for all we know. He might be a Laker next year. Golden State Warrior. Who fucking knows? He's he's a great defender. He's he made the All Defensive Team this year. He averages in his career fifteen, close to fifteen points a game. He just had to. He ended up shooting more threes this year, but he is actually a pretty decent shooter scorer he before this season he was averaging about 17 18 points a game he's not no he ain't no slouch he's just a guy who went he got a, he got a little over himself you know what I'm saying he got a little bit too much bravado you know what i'm saying who's to say memphis is really gonna let him go and not sign him they might but the if the money looks right but i do hope the kid has a, a second opportunity but going back to what i was talking about a lot of teams have a guy that you could say he's the he's the heart of the team he he shows the grit and the t- tenacity to be that guy um we could even say the Knicks have that guy with um jalen brunson you know what i'm saying we could say the same thing about you know philly with embiid you know everybody all the all his teammates stated the same thing they mentioned how he led led by example and that they, that drove drove them to become better players in these last two games that they won i was in the building last uh this past sunday watching philly uh beat the celtics unfortunately um james harden i gave i i I, i've been saying it since i I left that arena man i give him my I, i give him his flowers he definitely proved to me that he is still one of the top in this league he's been you know he's closed out two games man like And even defensively, he stood his ground. Like, the guy is no slouch. I know that. I should have known better to even think that he was not, that he was more like he was not, you know, he was some type of bum or something. He ain't. And then Embiid, he's just getting, now now I'm seeing he's getting stronger each game. The knee thing is behind him a bit. He's just focused on ball. He got his MVP. I feel like game three, they all were pressing uh because it was first game back at home. He got his award. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes that happens. And then finally they got they figured it out and they gave they gave the Celtics the ass whooping the Celtics deserved. Uh, I think this team, you know, going back to who's the heart, who's the grit, who's the person that leads by example, we don't really have that in Boston. Uh they have the It looks. It sometimes it looks like it's Marcus Smart. Sometimes it looks like Jalen Brown. Sometimes it looks like you know Grant Williams. It's like, yeah, it's great, and it's and they live up to this whole Boston blue collar like you know tough guy look and you know whatever go anything goes type of person. It's cool. It's cool. Like we we the the fan base will always support whomever's on the team, but it's like sometimes you have to. Speak up and say, "Yo, somebody ain't worth the minutes. Somebody, somebody needs something. Got to change. You know what I'm saying? Um, for example, Coach Missoula. There's been instances he's missing out on timeout opportunities to slow down the the momentum of the other team. There's been instances where we were expecting Joe Missoula to coach, not Let them be who they are. Like, you got to coach these guys. Like, you can't just be doing this on the fly. You know, after game two, he got a little spicy. And he said, oh, you guys didn't ask about any adjustments. But since then, there's been little, much more adjustments you have made. You have made – he made a couple. I ain't going to lie. He has. Like, he has. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool and all, but the reality is it's a series. You got to continue to make adjustments. Doc Rivers is coaching circles around you, and you don't even see it yet, but he is. You know what I'm saying? And when moments like this happen, you have to figure it out. What, Like, for example, my opinion, I think they need to make adjustments to the starting lineup. Bring back, maybe bring back Robert Williams as third. I don't know. Yeah, he's he's a liability offensively, and he looks sometimes he looks a little bit out of sync of what the what they're doing, but he brings a little bit more defense. You need a body on Embiid. You need to force Embiid into much more tougher shots. Like I know people believe that Horford is the Embiid stopper. Yeah, he's had his moments against Embiid and moment like moments to make it tough for him, but Embiid still drops 30 plus. <laughs> it's not like it's hard for him to make his shots. He just Horford is a little bit, you know, of a bigger player, so he doesn't move off the block move out the paint as much as anybody else would against Embiid. But maybe they need to you know, switch it up, put him back in the lineup. Maybe go small, bring in Brogdon, have him start. Maybe that's going to work in their favor to have a smaller lineup. So you force Embiid out of the paint so you could just completely dominate um, in the paint and then if nothing if he if mb decides to close or pj tucker you kick it out and there's somebody open for a three i know this team's a big three-point shooting team and you got to find your opportunities when the other team is slowing it down that's what philly was doing these last couple games they've been finding ways to slow down the game so that the celtics don't have to be in transition because they get a lot of their baskets in transition so that's something I think of adjustment that I would have done. But obviously, I'm not a coach of the Celtics. I'm not a professional basketball player, basketball coach. I'm just speaking for what I would do if I was in his shoes. So don't come for me. <laughs> all right? But if he does end up making the change, that'd be great. Maybe they need another boost off the bench with either Sam Hauser or Pritchard. I personally would not hope that would be the case, but it looks like that's the angle they're going to be going. They need something. They need something, something to make it start rolling. Because, I mean, obviously we're going to get 25 plus, 25 to 30 points from JB and Jason Tatum. We obviously will. But it doesn't mean that's going to translate to a a win. Like these guys are not doing it at the same time. They're doing it like, you know, Tatum goes a whole first quarter, zero points. Then JB goes off for 13. Second quarter comes. Tatum gets high at the end of the second quarter. Great. He's picking it up. Then here comes the second half. Okay. Jalen Brown, he's taking over. Jason Tatum, he gets his looks. Now he's on foul trouble. Oh, shoot. Here we go. Fourth quarter. Who's going to get the ball? Who's the man? We don't know. Oh, we're playing team basketball. Great. That's amazing. Let's Let's kick it out to... Marcus (laughs) smart. Obviously, that's not the only, that's, I'm I'm just, you know, that's me just stating this all in frustration, but obviously, those two guys want to be the man when it comes down to it. They know who they are. Like, they just became, they just been named all NBA players, which means their freaking um, max contract is being elevated. Like, JB is going to be uh, eligible for $295 million this summer. Next summer, Tatum's going to be eligible for $394 million. So that means these guys are the guys, so they have to actually live up to that shit before they get paid. Uh, I know I posed a question to the internet, and nobody wants to really answer it because they really don't want to see these guys separated. I'm not saying they're getting separated. I'm just asking you, who would you rather have? If it was me, I would rather have Jalen Brown. But if it was up to the Celtics, they probably would keep chasing Tatum or both. If it was up to Jalen Brown, I don't know, for whatever reason, I feel like he would cho- he'll would he choose himself to leave or request a trade. Because that's, that's the only thing I'm trying to make people understand. I'm not saying that the Celtics won't sign him. He wants that money. All I'm saying is the players have so much power, bro. They could request a trade a second after they've made that that signing. Now, if he has a no trade clause, cool. Then I, I then I have more faith in them keeping it. Not, but that does not that has not not that does not say that Tatum will stay. These, it's very hard to keep a duo. It's hard. I just heard this example on the radio lot this this evening. Like not too long ago was John Wall. And Bradley Beal, they signed their, their deals to stick around with Washington, and that shit has been separated. You know what I'm saying? Some of these things are short-term, and we, we have to be okay with that. Enjoy it while it lasts. You know what I'm saying? Some of, some of my listeners may not be old enough to uh, to remember Antoine Walker and Paul Pierce when they were playing together. Some of my listeners have. um Do remember because they used to watch the Celtics when they were – playing but it's like this is the same decision they had to make then it's just it it is what it is like it's business is business has no emotions man business has no emotions players don't have no emotions when they make their own business decisions franchises absolutely have no emotions when they make their own business they make their decisions on who they want to keep on a roster they want to succeed to win great but It'd be different if I if we saw the Celtics winning already have already won two championships, then I could say, hey, we're, they're gonna do whatever they can to keep this shit rolling. Like, do, like that's that's main reason why Golden State has kept it to, get to kept it together. I know people use them as an example, Clay, Clay, and Steph, but it's like Clay and Steph brought championships to Golden State with Draymond. They're they're they're, they're deserving of that. That's just like you going to your job, you know, you're the best person at your job. And then you're you're due for a raise, you're gonna want to get that raise, right? And your 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 job wants to keep you too, so they wanna pay you up. You're gonna negotiate it to see if you get some more money. You know what I'm saying? But if you really wanted to, you could leave, find something else better elsewhere. But oh, just remember the grass is not always greener. So that's just a decision a player got to figure out. A team themselves would have to figure out. But with all that being said, man, I do hope that they keep this team, these guys together. It's going to be tough. I don't have a personal emotional connection to players at all, especially in basketball, because they fucking come and go at all times. But I can say this. While they're here... The hope is that they finally win the championship. But let's hope that they can get past the game six. <laughs> My opinion, I think they'll take care of business in Philly tomorrow night. They've won a game there already. That's the hope. But if I if I know Doc Riff, and I know there's a lot of people who have this Doc Riffers thing in their head, like he can't win a big one. We'll see. He's coaching a hell of a series so far. Embiid is getting stronger. He's playing MVP ball. Harden is capable of 40 points again. Maxi is feeling it right now. Like it's it's going to be tough. But those two guys have to lead the way. Don't wait for Derek White to finally find his insanity powers. Don't wait for Brogdon to bail you out for 20. Don't wait for Marcus Smart to take over the game by himself. Don't wait for those things. You take initiative. You take ownership of what this team. If this team, if this is the team you love, and this is the team you want to be with, and you want to bring that success to Boston, there's a high expectation in this city for championships, and this team has the best opportunity to do that, and they have to make it happen. We cannot. It will be an absolute disappointment if they can't make it past this round. It may even be worse than Milwaukee's blunder against the heat and it might be even worse than the Bruins blunder losing the Florida Panthers at home in the game seven after being up through one so let's let us let us pray the Celtics do us all a favor and push this to a seven game which would be in my opinion one of the more epic game sevens in NBA history if it comes down to it and um Hopefully the next time we talk, they have made it past them, them Philly Sixes. But if not, we will still talk about it. Um, but this was going to be a short one. I appreciate everybody to listening in. Um, I'm about to settle settle in and watch this Lakers uh, Warriors game. The Warriors are up by 11 right now, I believe. And um, this is what I expected. They were come out fast. Um, again, the pressure is on the Lakers. But then again it shouldn't be too much because they could kind of handle themselves and get through. Um, And just, they have, they know they could be going home and handle business at home as well. So this playoff is still a toss up, man. Give me Denver tomorrow night. Give me the Celtics tomorrow night. Give me both of those teams to cover their spread or straight up. Um, Friday, if the Warriors can uh, keep this one moving, give me the Warriors going to Game 7, and i must have the Heat taking care of business back home in Miami. But uh, next time we talk, we'll get a little bit more deeper into some more uh, conversations. The NFL schedule will be out. Uh, the NBA draft lottery will be uh, solidified, I believe, at that point. I'm not sure. I can't remember. Uh We'll talk more about the All-NBA, All-Defense, and All-Rookies. There may be some snubs. There may not be. Um, I might have a guess. Who knows? But either way, thank you for tuning in. I appreciate y'all as always. And uh, do me a favor once again. Subscribe to this YouTube if you want to see more of this content. Listen to my podcast. I'm on all platforms. You have no excuse. Uh, if you don't let's really listen to watch sports, do yourself a favor and share it to your favorite friend who likes to listen to a guy who's talking about sports. No, no fluffy duffy shit. I ain't talking that Stephen A. shit screaming in your ears. I'm just talking some shit that, you know, like we're talking on, at the at the uh, the sports bar and just trying to chop it up about what happened in the game. But um next time we speak, hopefully whatever I said today comes to fruition. If not, hey man, what I say, I ain't Aristotle. But anyways, y'all have a good night. Peace. uh uh-huh. yeah. This goes to all my hustlers, entertainers. uh uh-huh. Of course. Yeah. Athletes in the struggle. Yeah. Make a yeah, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, some get a little, some get none Shit, I was part of the some get none